You're listening to the State of Skull Podcast, presented by 10,000 Takes. What is up, everybody? It is your boy, AJ Murphy. We are live here on StreamYard. It is a Thursday, and we are previewing the Vikings versus the Bears. Yes, it is that time of year. It is that time of the year where the Vikings pack it up, and we head to that abomination of a field of a stadium that is Soldier Field. Vikings fans, if you're familiar with the Vikings and how they play, Soldier Field has never been kind to us. It, uh, it's always been a place where no matter how good the team is, we just uh, go in there and things just seem to get lost in the shuffle. It's really one of those chaotic stadiums for us. Uh, I really don't know if there's any other building like it, but you know, the last couple of years we've come out of there with a W, but before that, it's just been all chaos. So we are here live to preview that game. Uh, but before we get into the game, we got to tell you about our guys at Underdog Fantasy, Underdog Fantasy in their pick um game. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite or least favorite player stats. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single night with Underdog Fantasy in the pick em game. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to fill out your pick'em entry, get every pick right, and take home some cold hard cash. Use the code 10K and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog, the best book out there. I've been saying it all season, and I will continue to say it. As always, we'll get into a couple of props tonight if anyone's throwing down some grease we've got broncos and chiefs tonight at arrowhead on thursday night football on amazon prime uh i saw earlier might be a weather situation so it looks like down in kansas city at arrowhead there's 30 mile per hour wind gusts so as far as the passing game goes things there things there are going to be a little bit dicey <clears throat> so what i'm envisioning this week for both sides of the ball, but specifically for the Chiefs because they're favored by 10.5 points, is that a big Isaiah Pacheco game. Isaiah Pacheco's usage, along with his fantasy points, has been going up every week since week three. And uh, I feel like this is the week where they just hit it on the nail. So if you're doing any prop stuff tonight, I like Isaiah Pacheco for just about everything. I've been seeing a lot of guys uh, take his attempts, take his yardage, take his fantasy those are usually the best three categories to roll with as far as players go. Uh, on the other side of the ball, I was liking Russell Wilson passing yards. So I put in an entry last night, uh, three-man pick'em entry. We did Russell Wilson, 219 or 218 and a half passing yards over, higher. We also did higher on a Travis Kelsey touchdown because Taylor Swift's in the building. His girl's there. He's going to show out. He's going to ball out. And then we also did higher on Pat, Patrick Mahomes' fantasy score at 22. Patrick Mahomes usually has crazy games against the Broncos. He's undefeated since he came into the league. I think it's 11-0 against the uh, the Broncos. So, I mean, he just gets it done. So, those are some things I like this week uh, for Thursday Night Football. Getting into the game preview here. As I said, Vikings travel out to Chicago to take on the Chicago Bears. Uh, 
I believe the Vikings are favored by three points. So the Vikings, you know, they've got a tough little matchup there. But I don't know. I feel like these teams are both so meh that the game is going to be weird. And even if one team was better than the other, that doesn't really ever seem to matter in this matchup. Now, we played the Bears last year at home, and they got us in a run for the money, and then we beat them in the random game. So, and the team this year isn't that much different. They're obviously going through a little bit more of a a rebuild process, but uh, they were able to trade away their first-round pick along with some other picks to Carolina and get DJ Moore. DJ Moore is going to be a stud. He's exactly who Justin Fields needs in that offense. And uh, it took a while for those guys to get going. But it seems like, you know, last week, they really got it going against Washington. Uh, And they've had a long week. You know, they've had 10 days to prepare for the Vikings. They've had 10 days to rest. So they've already got a three-day rest advantage on the Minnesota Vikings. So sometimes things like that, they really tend to come into play. So that's something to keep an eye on is that endurance factor. Uh, Let's talk about Justin Fields because early on, the conversation was very negative on Justin Fields. A lot of the stuff that he was doing was not looking very good. We saw in that week two game against Tampa Bay. uh, He had a lot of throws and a lot of things that went wrong. And that was was just a really uh, tough siding for anybody, not just, Bears fans, but people that were believers in Justin Fields. Uh, I personally am on the bandwagon for liking him and being, you know, sort of a fan. And, you know, when I watch these teams, you know, you kind of root for guys like Justin Fields and his, just as based off his skill and who he is as a player and as a leader. Uh, I also had him in fantasy last year and he pretty much saved my season. So I guess I'm a little biased as far as that goes. But, you know, Justin Fields is a good player. I don't really know. You know, what the deal is with that offense, maybe sometimes the reads that he gets into the plays are not where they should be and where he should be at at that stage of his progressions with things like that. But I think he's a good quarterback. He's got a lot of good physical traits. We've seen him run the ball really well when he gets out the pocket. He killed us uh, with a couple of runs and uh, with a couple of throws. Darnell Mooney, thank God he I don't. Yeah, Donald Mooney's. I mean, he's still on the team, but he's not as much of a factor as he was last year because last year he was the wide receiver one. Now you got a guy like DJ Moore, and it really seems like, you know, they played Denver two weeks ago, lost in an embarrassing game. And then the Washington game, they destroyed them and hung 40 on the commanders. So the offense got off to a rough start for the Chicago Bears, but it seems like in the last couple of weeks, they've been able to get it together. That's not a great sign when you when you comes to talking about the Vikings and how they're going to fare against this offense. I feel like the defense up to this point for the Vikings has played pretty well. The sacks have started to come through. Uh, turnovers didn't get one last week, but we got a timely turnover against Bryce Young with that blitz. You weren't going to blitz Pat Mahomes like that last week, otherwise you're going to pay for it. So for that to be in the plans... Against Patrick Mahomes, it just wasn't going to work. Now this week, maybe you turn up a little bit of blitz, but you also have to be able to play contain pretty well against a scrambling quarterback that's as good on his feet as Justin Fields is. You're going to have to roll a spy. So, And I don't really know if there's 
a guy in that front seven that's really fast and athletic enough to keep up with Justin Fields just because his speed and his his juking ability, his ball carrier vision is to a different level. So I'm really interested to see how that battle will go. Their offense versus the Vikings defense. Cole Komet has started to come on here a little bit. He started to do uh, some more things. Had two touchdowns against the Broncos, had another one against the Commanders. Typically, the Vikings tend to be a little bit more on the struggling side with better tight ends. So we'll have to see how that factors into play. But I feel like it, it the run game for the Bears is non-existent. No Khalil Herbert. He's going to be out a couple weeks with a high ankle sprain. Roshan Johnson, I believe, was a DNP today, his second of the week, Wednesday and Thursday. So I don't really even know who their third stringer is, but, you know, I don't really think they're going to be running the ball like that on us. So for them to be able to beat us, they're going to have to be able to play crazy offense, keep their role going, and it's just going to be the Justin Fields to DJ Moore show. Maybe sprinkling a little Cole Komet, but if the turnover thing keeps happening for the Vikings, if the turnovers keep happening, uh, then we can find ourselves in a hole where we give up the ball on our half of the field and the Bears don't have to do much to punch it in and score. So, But otherwise, you know, I feel good about the Vikings offense going against this defense or the Vikings defense going against this offense. You know, you play contain Justin Fields. You know, I feel like Harrison Smith on that back end, those safeties can kind of confuse him. And maybe we'll come up with a pick. I'm, 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 I'm saying we're calling it right here. Harrison Smith or Cam Bynum, this is your week, boys. Let's go get that INT. I sense it coming. So. Let's see it. Uh, totally forgot to bring up, you know, it's such a crazy news world in the way that news breaks, but we didn't even talk about Justin Jefferson. So when we hopped on pregame or postgame after the Chiefs, Justin Jefferson had gotten hurt early on in that fourth quarter, didn't have him down the stretch. So obviously that was a little bit concerning in the sense that he didn't get back into the game. Well, now we know why. So Justin Jefferson will miss at least four weeks. Justin Jefferson is going on to the IR, the injured reserve list. So he'll be out for four games. That's going to be the Bears, Niners, Packers, and Falcons. So hopefully we might see him again uh, mid-early November. That first game back will be against the Saints. Ooh, baby. I cannot lose to the Saints. So hopefully he comes back and he beats his home state team. Because if we lose to the Saints, I quit doing this show. And you think I'm joking. I hate the Saints. Let's just let me just go on a personal tangent here. I know we don't play them. I hate the Saints. Sean Payton, dick. Drew Brees, short, overrated. Don't like him. The whole bounty gate thing. Yes, I'm still bitter from 2009 because that was the best team I had ever seen in my entire life. So, but yeah, the Saints can't loosen him. So we'll get him back in that game in November. But I mean, that's a huge blow to this offense. The Vikings have never had to play a game without Justin Jefferson. And a life without JJ is a life that I don't want to live. So these next couple of weeks are going to be really tough. But it's also going to be a real show at moment for this offense as a whole. You know, you got a, a lot of guys that need to step up. KJ Osborne, he's in a contract year. Whether or not he wants to get that deal from us or from someone else, this is his time to step up. Jordan Addison, we've been saying it all year. He's definitely got the talent, but he hasn't 
had the snaps and the work to go along with it. And that's been going up in the past couple weeks. Now it's going to be full send wheels up. So I'm excited to see how Jordan Addison works into this offense. Although he has been dealing with an ankle injury. I don't know the severity of that. He was a limited practice today on Thursday. So, you know, we'll have to see how that fares for Friday and how his status fares into this weekend. If he's not playing, oof, man, I don't even know. But, you know, and this is a big back, big bounce back week for TJ Hawkinson. You know, TJ Hawkinson last week had multiple drops. He did not look good. He sold the two man. He sold everything for me last week personally, but uh, yeah, it, you know, he did not look good last week. So hopefully this is a big bounce back game for TJ Hawkinson. 100 yards, maybe a tuddy. I could see it happening. He's got to be able to bounce back because when you're paying a guy that much money, he needs to be the focal point of this offense. And then, you know, running the ball too. We have to see this run game get going at some point. We can't keep having these games where we get three, four yards to carry. We need to be able to get, I don't even know if we've ran for over 100 yards as a team in the in a game yet this year. And that's pretty pretty disappointing. So whether or not we think Alexander Madison is the guy, whether or not we think you know Cam Akers is worthy of any sort of role, I definitely feel like as the season goes on, he'll work himself better into this offense. And maybe it won't be so much of a split as Cam Akers will maybe get more of the bulk of the work. I don't really know how they want to play that out, but Cam Akers has looked pretty good so far, and he's got some receiving chops. So maybe with Justin Jefferson going out, we see him line out out wide and get some crazy things in the mix. I always love seeing running backs go out wide because you don't see it. And when Dalvin would do it, it would be super sweet. And he would get like at least a 15, 20 yard gain every time. So I don't know why you don't have your faster guys out there on the edge more often. Just tell them to run routes. It can't be that hard, right? But uh, yeah, this run game, they got to get it going. The offensive line, you know, Bears offensive line, it's all right. So Hopefully this is a week where you don't get pushed around by guys that you shouldn't and you step up to the plate and you have a big game. Let's see this run game get over 100 yards. Let's see him get multiple scores because this passing game, you know, it might take a while for them to find their footing as a group without Justin Jefferson. And maybe it won't, but if it does, then they have to, the run game has to be able to come in and they have to be able to step it up. One other thing I want to touch on here is the Kirk Cousins trade rumors now we did a show post game uh with the chargers and marlo was on here asking me okay well if this gets to a point where blah 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 and we're not very good should the vikings trade kirk cousins and i was like well you know you entertain the idea but that's just me thinking as mr gm guy but if we lost kirk cousins it'd be devastating and like i mentioned i mentioned this last week this isn't like Basically any other sport where a guy can leave and go to a different team and just kind of plug and play eventually. Like, especially a guy like Kirk Cousins with the brain that he sort of has and the quarterback that he is with that cerebral mind, he wants to know everything. He's going to want to know everything. And I feel like he doesn't, maybe he's not even at this point yet with that offense, with this offense. So for him to go somewhere else, go to a different city, a different team, different system, uproot his family and move all that I that, I just don't think that's happening especially with Kirk having that no trade clause built into his contract he's not going to I don't think he's going to entertain anything like that so at this point I don't envision a trade coming during the season 
you know, maybe it happens afterwards to a desperate team where, you know, we see them during the course of the year. Some team is like, man, you know, we were good, but if we could add a quarterback and maybe blah, 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 we'd be there. Everyone's saying the Jets. I don't know if that's a thing. So Aaron Rodgers wants to come back. He's treating his ankle with all these crazy things. He's already back, walking better than he should be, kind of. So I don't know if the Jets are interested in Kirk Cousins. So who who's he going to go to? Atlanta? Like, does he make him that? Does Kirk Cousins make them that much better, the Falcons? I don't know if he does. So I think it's blasphemy. I do think at some point, excuse me, you have to trade Kirk Cousins. Just based on the fact of, you know, next year, he's going to go into the free agent market. And if he leaves, you're not getting him for anything. Versus if you trade him, you get something for him. So, I don't know. But I envision this being a bounce back a week for Kirk. You know, Carolina Panthers game, not very good for him. Last week, it was I, right, but there were some things and some miscues that he had. So, you know, maybe this is the week where, I mean, someone's going to have to carry us here during these next four weeks and maybe beyond if Justin Jefferson doesn't come back right away, someone's going to have to carry us because this offense is lacking a true playmaker outside. Maybe it is Hawkinson. You know, Hawkinson is super good, but over the course of the year so far, it's been really hot and cold with him. So maybe he's the guy to step up. Maybe it's Addison. Maybe it's KJ Osborne. It seems like KJ Osborne has been, the first read a lot and maybe it's somebody else random you know we've got brandon powell we've got Nikhil harry tristan jackson Nikhil harry and tristan jackson just got called up for the practice squad so maybe during the course of these next four games and beyond he ends up they end up doing something worthy certainly would be cool tristan jackson has got some crazy speed to him Nikhil harry was a first round pick once upon a time so you know i don't really know what's going to happen with this offense, but something has to pop soon because we have to be able to sustain a game where we're doing well. We just have to get things going and have a full, complete effort without turning over the ball. We can't have dumb interceptions. Kirk hasn't really had any crazy dumb interceptions, but the fumbles have to stop. Like if we can have this a game where we don't fumble at all, we're going to win. And obviously you would say that every time, but my God, it seems like every time anybody gets the ball, you know, five, 10 yards downfield or more, you start holding your breath because you don't know if they're going to cough it up. That's what's been happening all year. So hold on to the ball, guys. I hope they've been working on that during practice. Like get that big Q-tip stick out, KOC, and start whacking them. Like we need to figure out this fumble thing. God. So, yeah. As far as the final score goes, uh, score prediction, I find this being a pretty sleepy game. I don't really think a ton of points are going to be scored. In, in this matchup, you know, these teams are kind of mad, so I don't really think anyone's going to have to score more than 30 to win. Just looking at the spread in the... So the Vikings are favored by three on the road. We said that earlier. Over-under is 44, so... If you do the math and split that in half, that's 22. Three touchdowns apiece. It's not a lot. So I'm going to say for a final score here, we're going to go Vikings 31, Bears 27. Again, it's going to be a one-score game, but this time we'll pull it out, and it'll be another 
one score win because that's all we do. And maybe this is the week that we finally put them away. And maybe this is the week where we get crushed. I don't know. I would be really devastated to hop on here on Sunday and talk about the Bears crushing us. But at this point, it's totally possible. So, but we're not going to think that way because the Vikings are going to win 31 to 27. And we're going to move to two and four. And we're going to ride this thing out without Justin Jefferson. The Vikings will go on a Detroit Lions-esque run like they did last year, and we're going to find ourselves in the driver's seat in the last three weeks challenging the Lions for that division title. Just trying to speak good things into into existence. All right, guys, well, that's going to do it here for the pregame show. Make sure you hop on with us. Postgame will be going live. I think I'm going to head over to the studio this week, and uh, maybe it won't be live. I don't know how that whole setup's going to work, but... Regardless of if we go live or not, you will have something to listen to for your, for the podcasters out there on Monday going over what is hopefully going to be a delicious Vikings win over the Chicago Bears. For AJ Murphy at State of Skull, I'm signing off. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you later.